Welcome to the Freedom Founder Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Duggar. Did you know that in 2021, Google had over 90% of the market global market search and also 28.6% of the share of revenues for worldwide advertising? And that's just in 2021. So now you move to today, that market share has got to be even more expansive. But today I have with me an expert in PPC advertising, pay-per-click advertising for those that are less familiar with that. Amit Cabra specializes in PPC advertising and has spent the last decade figuring out why people do what they do online, what prompts them to take action, and how to use that insight to make marketing work better. Now today she's using that experience to design dazzling campaign strategies for clients and to teach future generations of PPC pros at the university level. So welcome, Amit. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Zach. Absolutely. I want to clarify, I put in the title of this from catering to clicks, but it's actually event planning was the first business that you'd gotten started in. It was, it was, it was uh, dance competitions and I am not okay. a dancer. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you had told me that story. Now, it seemed you were motivated to start that business by by someone else. I think yeah. if you would like to share that story with us, I think it would be a great point of starting. Yeah, I started volunteering with an organization when I was about maybe 17 or 18 uh, yeah. to amp up my my resume for, well, you know, just having it on your resume really at this point. Um, and eventually at one point I started volunteering at other organizations and somebody had said some, something along the lines of maybe you should try doing it on your own. You'd be pretty good. And I remember I went back to the original organization and I told the founder and he basically told me that he didn't think that I had it in me. So uh, naturally I had to prove everyone wrong um, and did so. And at one point they actually ha had to release a statement saying that they were going to shut down their, their main event uh, and I got credited in it as well, which was kind of the icing on the cake of like, yes, now you know not to mess with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> with the proper motivation, you can accomplish yeah. great things. Oh, yeah, that's, for me, that's it awesome. seems to be anger. So if you make okay. me mad, you're you're going to see the other half of it, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that propels you forward that in that circumstance. So mm -hmm. now, talk to us about where you moved from there from starting and doing some event planning to the next step in the journey that takes you all the way to today. So kind of talk about that timeline and what you did over those years. Yeah. So for, I started that event planning company when I was 19. So I did okay. that for about three years while I was still in school. And once I graduated school, um, I decided that I didn't want to be in British Columbia anymore. So I'm Canadian. Um, sure. and decided to leave for, leave BC and go over to um, Alberta, basically. And uh, I wandered for, around for a little for, bit. For those of us that are not as familiar with Canada, talk about the locations, just so we get an idea of where's British Columbia, where's Alberta? British Columbia is our West Coast, basically. Okay. So the furthest West that you can kind of really go in, in Canada, I guess. Okay. Um, and Alberta is the neighboring province or state if we okay. want to make um that correlation i guess sure um yep. so alberta is kind of like the area they call it the texas of canada if that okay. gives you an idea of the demographic All um right. and i i i 
I knew that I, I was going to like it, but I didn't expect it to like it as much as I did to the yeah. point where I actually stayed for eight years. Like a lot okay. of my friends and family were like three months to maybe a year. Like they were actually placing yeah. bets and again, pissed me off. So I decided to stay for eight years and make a whole career yep. out there. Um, so when I, I, I left, I actually basically made up my mind and five days later was gone. Like, oh, wow. Didn't know okay. anybody in that province. Yep. um had no job basically no money just went let's see what happens like and yeah I, I was young and naive and i i had um the nerve to do it so i i did and i'm grateful for for that 23 year old to to take that leap uh, yeah because things worked out pretty well for me 10 years later so Absolutely. um i i wandered around for a little bit just on my temp jobs here and there mm -hmm. once i was trying to figure out what to do and then i remembered that i wanted to be google ads and analytics certified while i was still in school and i had just okay. come across like a note in one of my like books or something and i went oh yeah um <laughs> so i i literally just opened up the examinations and started just going through them yeah and then um about i want to say like three weeks after i got my certification um somebody sent me an email and said you have the skill set that we've been looking for and okay. i kind of sat there and went okay and it was interesting because the the avatar on that email was like basically you know that um facebook one where there's no face it's just like a yep. shadow of a person yes it was basically that yes. but it was to his uh features so you could tell that it was like custom made for him Okay. But it was still a little weird where you're just like, who would send you an email? Like, like what professional would right. send you that email? And I remember looking at my boyfriend at that time and I went, I don't like this seems a little strange. And he just went, go there, like to the building. If yep. it seems sketchy, turn around. If it doesn't go in. And he's like, really, at this point, like, like this is probably because he's like, it could be real. And we don't know really right. at this point. Right. Sure. Um, so make I sure you go the, there in daytime. Not yeah. at exactly. Like a lot of make sure you call me, send me a picture. Where <laughs> yeah. is the address? All of those things. Right. right. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I booked uh, a meeting or an interview with them. And uh, turns out it was a legitimate business, <laughs> a yeah. rather large legitimate business. Uh, so I, I found my way upstairs and uh interviewed with the vp of marketing at that time okay uh and i think on that spot or it, it was during that day i can't quite remember if it was like literally as i was leaving or he had called me an hour afterwards but he basically offered me the position right there and then um yeah and i started a couple days afterwards and it was it was kind of interesting because i had run ads before but i was spending yep. maybe 250 dollars a month so like three grand a year at okay. this point. And uh, so there's, I mean, there's learning and of course you can learn quite a bit, but the curve is not super steep. It's pretty shallow on that end because you can only do so much with $250. Right. Um, so I kind of went in, thankfully somebody on the team had an idea that I wasn't fully well-versed in it. So he kind of showed me some ins and outs of like how to get display campaigns running and how they done it before and all of this other great yeah. stuff. And then from there, it was just this, this spark of wanting to learn more and getting really obsessed because that's just like my personality is if I get obsessed sure. with it, I will know everything about it. Yeah. Um, so I went from spending that three grand a year to 4.3 million, basically okay. what felt like overnight. Um, yeah. And that learning curve was very 
steep right. very fast. Yeah. Uh, so it just basically became my life. And within four months, I ended up joining a Google partner community because I didn't know who mm -hmm. else to talk to. I was the only person in the company that was doing PPC and also one of two people who actually understood what I did for, for a living. And even there, right. the VP of marketing kind of didn't really know what I did for a living, but kind of did all at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I went on value in it. But yeah, he saw the value. Totally like, yeah, exactly. So yeah. they were they were looking, and they thankfully found me somehow. And um, I went and found a, an online community and started asking questions. After I kept on hitting roadblocks, where I'd be like, I don't know. I'm like, I get to this point, and then I'm like, I don't know what happens here. Um, right. And it, it caught the eye of a couple of community members, especially the ones that had way more experience than I had, um, simply because they sat there and looked at me and went, "We really like how you." approach problems like you look at it you see it from different angles you go at it and then you fail and that's when you come to us uh, versus looking at the problem going this is too hard and then you go back to the community and be like can you fix this for me right like right it's e like that was the easier route of course and i always took yeah. and if you know anything about my life i always take the harder route for everything so. right <laughs> it was just like in my personality to do so but it was enough that it caught their attention um yeah and then eventually it caught google's attention so they ended up naming uh or not naming me but they spotlighted me within about four months of the community and said that i was uh, a great member and sent a cake and a bunch of other really really nice wow. gifts and stuff it was yeah, really excellent. cool yeah. uh that was when google was at like its finest i genuinely sure, right. that, was the, that was the heyday like i miss those days yeah. Um, and then two months after that, they actually uh, gave me the title of Rising Star and asked me to join their ambassador program, which I did for okay. two years. Uh, yeah. There was 25 of us, I want to say, and we were all in North America. Wow. There was only five mm -hmm. of us in Canada. Um, okay. And the two West Coasters were uh, both Albertans, and we were both okay. about 20 minutes away from each other as well, which was the, the funny part. Um, right. So it was one of those things that was really cool because we were, we were like the, the test flight for it. Um, yep. so we were the first ever to be in this ambassador program, but we are also the only people in the world to have that title. Um, right. and I think there, I, I'm, it might've expanded to maybe about 50, like 25 other people, but like, yep. there's probably only 50 people in the world that can say that they have the rising star title, um, right. which is still very cool to me, even though it doesn't really mean anything anymore, but like, I still get to say it. I'm the whole, I'm one of 50 yeah, at the very least. Right. Right. Um, so then eventually, yeah, right. It's really cool. So then after that, I ended up leaving um, that agency just because I wasn't able to close the gap. So I'm really mm -hmm. like interested in finding out what people do on the website as well, because that's like that's data for me. And, and the company yep. I was working for at that point was very like, just send the traffic. We'll figure it out afterwards. Um, okay. And I hated that. I wanted to finish. I wanted to figure out what that other piece was. Right. So I ended up leaving for a different agency that wasn't, they were all services at that time. Okay. So uh, they looked at me and they were like, you can head up our PPC department and you can just kind of take over and run with it. And I was like, perfect. Yep. Uh, admittedly, the role was not that at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But I got to learn a lot more, like more about SEO, a bit more about social content, web dev and yep. all of those things that I wasn't gonna learn from the other uh, company that I was with. Uh, so for, I was there for about a year and then something kind of just switched in my head where I was like, I want to work from home and I don't want to be in the office all the time. So eventually I, the type of employee that I am, I'm probably the worst where I just literally make up the rules, like, and then I change them on you. 
Um, uh -huh. So there was one morning they were doing construction in the building um, because they had bought the entire building. They're like, we want to do like a rooftop patio or something. Yeah. Um, and I remember smelling like steel being like uh, wheel welded, welded together. I was going to say mm -hmm. wielded together. I'm like, I know that's not the world. No, um, welded together. And I remember smelling it and I was like, this is disgusting. Like, I don't right. want to be in this. Uh, so I literally sat there for half an hour and then I looked at my project manager as I'm putting my books in my bag and I'm like, I'll see you in a week or something. And she just kind of looked at me and went, good for you. Good for you. Uh, and then I got home, sent an email to both my bosses and I was like, I will not be returning. Yeah. This is where I work now. And, um, they had, they, they couldn't say anything. Right. <laughs> so I went and did that. And then once I got that taste of, of working at home, I kind of wanted just to keep on doing it. So I started taking yeah. freelance projects, eventually left the agency, started freelancing with them for a little bit, but that just like didn't really work. Um, mm. And then um, eventually stopped white labeling and started taking on clients myself and just went, let's just yep. try this thing out. And then somehow, that snowballed into an agency of my own um, okay which has been really kind of cool to to see happen because it's one of those moments where like you kind of try to pinpoint how it happened and you're just like i yeah. have no idea like and yeah. i know it was meant to be but i just like don't know how exactly we got right here. right that progressive path over time and that pursuit of mm -hmm. of more i mean it's something that you are pursuing and continuing to find new satisfaction in in, in other areas and wanting to close the gap, like you said, and be a part of something uh, in completion. And um, then, you know, the welding was not the right fit in this work environment that you're in. So <laughs> working from home, that spurs you into that next step on that way to where you are today. So that's, mm -hmm. that's excellent and a very excellent story to get to Hop Skip Media and what you're doing now. So talk to us about Hopskip Media and what you're focusing on and the type of clients that you work with. Uh, so we're a pay-per-click uh, advertising agency that is literally our only specialization. Okay. Um, and that's because uh, when I went off freelancing on my own for a little bit, I tried full service and yeah. very quickly, like 45 days quickly, figured out that it was not for me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm an okay project manager. I am not a great one. I know sure. my skills and my 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 flaws. And PPC yep. was where my heart is and always has yep. been. Uh, so then eventually I sat there and I remember looking at a friend and I went, I'd rather be great at one thing and rather than being mediocre at five. Yeah. So I made that decision. I went, I'm going to be the ads girl. And that was a reputation that I was already starting to build without even yep. me realizing it. So it was natural for me to just keep on going down that route. Uh, so we just kind of just kept on going. So I ended up making a name for myself by fixing conversion tracking issues. Basically people would come back and be like, we're, we're not making money on ads. Um, mm -hmm. and we don't know how to tell. And yeah. I remember sitting there and I'm like, okay, there's a couple things that we need to fix up here. So I would sit there and create these measurement plans, um, which I've ditched now. Cause I was like, these don't mean anything. Like it's sure. just for me to know why am I sharing these with clients? Like it never made any logical sense. Yeah. Um, but I would share these measurement plans. I'd be like, we're going to do this and this and this. And then eventually I would go in and actually do the work. And that's how they would realize whether they were actually making money or if they were actually losing money. Um, so then eventually at one point that would end up turning into monthly management work. 
where I, yeah. they would end up seeing um, significant increases or decreases in a good way in their account. Um, and that was because I was just, I don't know how to explain it. Like I'm just really good mm -hmm. at looking at large sets of data and being able to figure out what I need to do to create the result that I wanted. Yeah. Um, and even though as the platforms change, like obviously that's changed on my end as well a little bit, but right. for the most part, I can look at an account that has history and be able to figure out where the pain points really are. Um, so that became like my, my reputation as the girl who fixed ad accounts. And then slowly okay. but surely it just became like this ongoing thing and just showing up to meetups for SEO people or web dev or UI and UX uh, yep. and getting these weird looks from everybody going, why are you here? Like you're not <laughs> in our field, like digital marketing. Yes, but you're not specific. You don't really know anything like UI UX. You could ask me a question about it now. I would not know how to answer it. Sure. No idea. I have many friends in it. I could refer you that way, but like, I just, I just wanted to get to know people that understood my life to a certain degree. And that was right. the best way for me to do it. Just like a, how I had entered that Google ads community. I was just looking for people who I could talk to. Um, yep. And it turned out that it worked out in my favor because then when everybody else left their agencies to go start their own companies or work for bigger companies um, and that they needed help with ads i was naturally the first person that they ended up calling yeah and then that just became like this whole thing where online everybody was like okay i meet the the adwords girl and then i yep. totally turned my entire brand into the adwords girl and i know that it's not adwords isn't technically relevant anymore it's google ads sure. now but like for me yep. that was, it was adwords for like a large part of my career Right. Um, and I refuse to call it anything else really right. at this point, uh, even to the um, the annoyance of, of, of some of my colleagues where they're just like, switch your name already. And I'm like, nope, not happening. <laughs> I, I'm going to stay AdWords till my right. last breath if I can. Um, so it's just one of those things where I just I somehow created this brand and uh, I'm very grateful for it because I kind of just slipped into it. And then eventually that started just snowballing referrals. So even now yeah. to this day, most of our business that closes is referral because everybody just to a certain degree just got to a point where they would just speak thankfully so highly of me that people would want to work. Yeah. And now what we end up seeing with a lot of our referral clients is they'll be like, oh, we got referred by two or three people versus the one now. So yeah. it's actually it's grown, which is really cool for me because I was like, Absolutely. oh, I didn't, I didn't realize so many people knew who I was and like these random little bits and like the cities and stuff like that, but yeah, um, very you made a, it's, it's been Yeah, I was gonna say you made a great point in regards to relationships. When you build relationships with people and in communities, and they get to know a little bit more about you, and you're not necessarily there just for that transactional nature of the relationship, but because it's a community that you can engage with people in. But they do get to know you, and they get to know what you're what you're doing and who you're serving. So you become that first person that's thought mm -hmm. of when you are the AdWords girl. You can still be the AdWords girl, even if it is Google Ads. <laughs> so, and it continues to build, like you said, in snowballs. Then you do good work for one company and another, and they continue to refer others to you so that you can continue to do good work with new people as well. Yeah, and I think um, if you're truly passionate about what you do, regardless yeah. of whether or not you went into like a meetup or something to meet new mm -hmm. people like that really does shine through. So um, yeah. I used to do talks on SEO sometimes, but then somehow mm -hmm. I'd always loop in like PPC and they're just ever so right. slightly. So just enough that people would like be like, oh yeah, she does ads, but she's talking about SEO today for like whatever reason. Cause like 
a couple of my friends would have like content meetups and they're like, you're the closest to SEO that we have at this moment. Yeah. Will you do it? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So then I would sit there and have all these discussions um, yeah. about SEO and then loop in PPC a little bit. And that would kind of, again, just solidify my brand a little bit more, but I right. had no idea that I was doing that. It was just, yeah. I was helping friends out. I wanted to make new Absolutely. friends and I wanted people to, to know who I was. And um, it's kind yeah. of cool to see all these mm -hmm. people who uh, have admitted to admiring for me for so many years, turn into agency owners and now our colleagues. And that for them, that's yeah. like a really big moment where I'm like, I don't even understand how I created something like I, it, <laughs> right. it doesn't, it doesn't compute in my head where it's just like, I created this whole thing where like, they're like in this very small group of people in this city that nobody really like pays attention to, to a certain degree. I'm like basically like a little bit of a mini celebrity. And I had no idea until a couple of years ago when people were like, Oh my God, it's you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I just live. I'm just existing. I don't know what else I'm supposed to be doing here. And your passion shows through and that makes yes. a big difference. So yes. people I see that. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I have one question that I do like to ask all of the guests that I have on my show in regards to our million dollar question. If you were to be given a million dollars to do something for your business, to invest in your business in any way, what would you do and why? Uh, I would want to nail down systems and processes and workforce okay. a bit more. I think yep. that's where I lack quite a bit. Okay. I'm uh, a numbers person. Data analysis is literally everything to me. I love it. Yep. love it so much that it's seeped into my personal life so much. But okay. um, it's this. It's actually understanding what goes on in here and translating it into yep. a system that's been really, really difficult for me. So we've been kind of plugging away at it for a year or two, but it's not solid right. yet, even to this day. Uh, so if I could invest a million, I would, I would literally just put it into systems and processes and make sure okay. that everything could be as much as we possibly could automate. I would want yep. all of it automated. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, that That's a solid answer. I mean, workflows, processes, automation creates that ability to continue to scale and serve more people. Exactly. So, and I just want to make it easier yeah. for everybody on the team in terms of how we're supposed to do stuff and like yep. that, that, um, that kind of work as well, just to make it easier and standardized. Because the one thing that I've noticed is that if between analyst to analyst, everybody has their own way of doing things. Sure. But when that analyst leaves, you're left with like this account and you're to kind of like, if you don't know their system, right. you have no idea what they were doing. So then you have to go in and break right. everything up in your own little way. And it's, um, it's kind of fascinating to see that. And I, I love yep. it because then I learn new things. But at the same time, if I want to scale a company, I... I don't want to be learning something new every six, seven, yeah, right. possibly year, you know, however long they stay for. I don't yep. want to be learning something new um, that frequently where I have to right. adjust everything all over again. Yeah, absolutely. So having good, good system, good workflows in place would make a big mm -hmm. difference. Now, if our guests would be interested in reaching out to you, what is the best way for them to connect with you? Oh, gosh. Uh, you can find me basically on all, any social platform under AdWords okay. Girl. Okay. Uh, and then our website is uh, hopskipmedia.com. Okay. All right. We'll add that to the show notes. Hopskipmedia.com or AdWords Girl on any social media platform. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you for being a part of the show today. I really appreciate your enthusiasm, your passion that shines through just in this conversation and what you do. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. 
Absolutely.